Excellent. Will you be able to go into the hallway? Yeah, outside, where it's quiet. So I would have had to play that turn a bit differently, but I had twice as many cards in hand as he did. So, so could you just, for, for my records, introduce yourself? Give me your first name and your surname. Yep. Uh, hi, I'm Matt Light. And whereabouts are you from? I'm from Nottingham in England. Excellent. Right. One, two, three. Matt, congratulations. You've won the, the co-tie. So we were just slightly away from the game at the end. There were mm. people crowded around. It was very exciting. Take us through how it went. So it was, a really, it was the Scorpion Mirror both of us playing almost identical lists. He had slightly fewer conflict characters um, and he had a Sensia as well. Basically the same list as won the uh, Kotai at PAX a few weeks ago. The sort of Scorpion deck that always wants to pass uh, in the dynasty phase and get the fate and you're just all about this like fate manipulation. Uh, the way the game went was basically... So there are two important cards in the match I think, like really important cards, which are obviously Forged Edict um, and Fate Worse Than Death, because they're both such powerful quite unique effects from the conflict deck. The most important card uh, out of the dynasty deck is Favoured Nice, because you have all these bad cards like um, Way of the Scorpion, Let Go, Calling in Favours, and if you can have a Favoured Nice. So my semi-final, I made a Favoured Nice on turn one with three Fates on it, to put that into perspective. Um, my opponent was quite aggressive with the way that he used those cards, so he Fate Worse Than Death something that was pretty minor and claiming like quite a minor ring on turn one. Uh, and then he also forged edicted something that I didn't really care about, uh, and which meant I managed to get off two policy debates on him. Uh, and so at the end of the and what that meant was on turn four or five when the game ended, uh, it ended with me fate worse than deathing him twice because having either policy debated or got through all of his fate worse than deaths and all of his forged edicts. Because as soon as those cards are gone, then the game's just mine to yeah. play however I want, which is what happened. So we were watching near the very end, and it was down to, I think you had one yeah, honour so and I had, he had two? So I had one honour and he had two, and I was first player. Um, and I was, you know that the first player's probably going to lose at the end of the turn in that state, because something's going to get dishonoured. Their guys are going to die first, and then you lose. Uh, and what happened was, I attacked with, uh, I made a Yogo outcast? The two costs? Yeah, there's 3-3 three, three when you're less honourable. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which, I mean, you're damn right I was at that point. And, uh, and I attack with it on air. So if he doesn't declare any defenders, uh, he just loses, which he knows. So he declares one defender. Uh, I fate worse than death it. Uh, then he makes a... Um, uh, add up the shadows into the conflict. I fate worse than death that. Which would, obviously that card would be incredible because he could pick it up and play it again. But because it's now dishonoured and costs an honour, he can't do that. So the only card he can have then to win the game is charge. Um, and even if he has charge, I have my own charge to charge a guy in, win the conflict, take an honour from him, and then have guys to prevent. So yeah, so yeah, it was quite like it was a very flashy end of game because it does involve me attacking and then fate worse than deathing two dudes. You must have been really good with your fate organisation and resources to get to the point where you can play those cards so aggressively near the end. So the thing about the Scorpion deck is that you're not playing, you're genuinely not playing the game in the same way that other people are. So I think there are, there have been, there, there are multiple matches where I've passed on turn one without, uh, t turn one and just not played a guy from my dynasty deck. 
and back alley hideaway lets you do that even more. You, you're never playing more than one guy from your dynasty deck. You're never putting any fate on them. So you're always getting one on top on your opponent's turn. If you go second, you've got another one. And then you're always like claiming the rings. And your ideal situation in a lot of games is to hit like a pilgrimage on your first conflict. Or something, the, the huge one that costs, that it's got eight province strength. Oh, oh. That's the void the, only. Massing at the crossing? Oh, massing at the Dow, I think. Yeah. yeah. Strength A, but you, you combine your yeah. political limbs. The way the Scorpion deck wins is you just you just keep squeezing all of your opponent's stuff, like Fate Works and Deathing Things, Miramotis Furying them, gaining this enormous Fate advantage. And then at some point you go, well, I guess I'll make a Shoju, or I guess I'll make a Kachiko, which is even better. And because you're doing, the reason you want to hit one of those provinces is because you can just keep attacking into it, not break it, and claim the rings, get the fate, and like yeah. do like horrific things to your opponent. Yeah, just kind of farm it out, mm. just continually hit it, not yeah, break it. Absolutely. I mean, so the the common misconception about the Scorpion deck is that I'm trying to dishonor people out. The only people I've won, I've beaten by dishonor were the other Scorpion players. Everyone else, I've just like knocked on their stronghold and like smashed their doors in. And smashes provinces really well. Yeah, and people constantly misunderstand what you're doing so it'll be about turn three let's say end of turn three and they're on about five honor i'm probably at about seven or eight because they've like, i've claimed the air ring every time i've claimed the air ring in this tournament the person has gone to give me an honor and it's like no no i'll just take two because then i can draw more cards and what will normally happen at that point if someone doesn't really know what's going on in the matchup is they'll think that i'm going to try and dishonor them out so they'll bid one i'll bid five give them a ton of honor and then suddenly i have twice three times as many cards in hand as them scorpion has the strongest conflict deck I think at the moment in the format, and then you just how can you possibly beat three times as many cards? Yeah, yeah. I played that deck today in the side events, um, and yeah, it's just I think I played against you on it, Liam. We played in our little pod, and I had one sinister soci on the board. Can't even participate, yeah. and I just didn't even lose a province. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, back and it's just... I had a ton of board state with Lion. Yeah. I had the cards to make it work, and this is the case. Cool. Um, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. Oh, look, yeah, your board's gone. The, what was it? It was the Magistrate, an Honor General, and a Lion's Pride Brawler attacking. And you're right. for great glory. I'm going to dishonor you, I'm going to yeah. send her out. And then, look, you've got three characters in, but they're not contributing any strength. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that makes the passing so easy as well, because you're playing back alley hideaway, you make a Beijing Liar, let's say, or a Beijing, Beijing Manipulator on turn yeah. one's insane because you just. Cause you, you, you get to draw six. Yeah. Everyone else has to draw five, you get to draw six, it's brilliant. Um, and then you put it under a hideaway at the end of the turn, and then you definitely get to pass next turn, because even if you're going to play something, you're not playing and it in the dynasty phase. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, it's, a, it's a, the amount of fate that you get, like, regularly. If I go down to, if I'm counting seven or eight at the start of the next turn, I normally feel like e either what's happened is I've gone for a huge, like, I'm about to win the game, or, like, put it out for each play, or something's gone a bit wrong. Normally it's like 10, 15, I say, I see crazy numbers. Yeah, yeah. So two final questions. Uh, well, first a statement, then a question. First of all, massive congratulations. <laughs> and secondly, how do we beat you? I, I honestly don't know how the other decks are supposed to beat the Scorpion deck, because it, it genuinely feels like it's just better. And everything that, every, you're just not playing the game in the same way. Like. I'd say the thing that defines L5R when you're playing it against someone, the like really we're playing L5R now moments, are when you go into a conflict, both are like a boatload of cards, and then you, there's a flurry of them, and then the dust settles, and then someone wins the conflict, and that normally hinges like a turn of the game, and like some like good things happen. But maybe not if there's a watch commander, obviously, then yeah. there isn't a flurry of cards. Yeah. But the Scorpion deck just never, ever does that. And you trick your opponents, which is like super cool Scorpion thing to do, where, let's say against Dragon, 
you don't want to hear a restoration of balance because obviously that card's awful, we all hate it. But you'll pretend that you're playing that game with them. So you're going to make an attack next turn, they're attacking someone. Instead of just Miramoto's screwing their guy or Fate Worse and deathing it, you play like a collection of where the Scorpions calling in favours, like court games for shames. So they counter each one with one of their cards. You both go down to about ideally four cards. Yeah. And then you Miramoto's Fury it. And then they're like, what? And then you attack, hit their Restoration of Balance. You've both essentially discarded down to four, and then you just five, five, five from there. Well, for me, I've played it a couple of times, and it's even when you win, you just feel like I've not really played a game of L5R. I know how that deck loses, though, because I did it against Liam in our pod. You get a bit too confident and then do something silly, and then he dishonors you out with yeah. the throne. So, I played, <laughs> so I've, I've played more games with the deck at this tournament than I had done previously, and I basically did two days of testing where I played like five or six matches tops. And the first time, I kept buying things from my province and losing, and then the sort of Thursday night, I didn't buy things from my provinces anymore. And then, yeah. Because essentially, essentially what happens is you, you're playing a game where you have more cards than your opponent and more fate than your opponent. And like that's, yeah, that's basically... It, it all doesn't is, feel fair. Yeah, it's, like, it's like cheating. It's ridiculous. It's so good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank cool. you very much. Thanks, and congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Really well done. Thank you very much.